Hey there, and welcome to episode number 71 of Become a Guitarist Today podcast with myself, Adam Roach. Now in this episode, I talk to Cliff Evans from the band Tank from the UK. So Cliff is actually coming down to Australia this weekend to play around all around Australia. So again, thank you to my sponsors, Custom Guitar Picks and Living Music. So check out the links in the show notes for their websites. So let's go over the interview now with Cliff Evans from Tank. Hello. Hello, is that Cliff? Yeah, hi, Adam. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, good, man. You okay? Yeah, no, very good. So Mike had just started with how you very first started and your influences, if that's okay? Yeah, sure, yeah. I mean, when I was, when I was a kid, I mean, I was brought up you know, listening to Zeppelin and all, all that, you know, the late 60s, early 70s stuff. So all, all that classic rock back from back in that era. And I, I think I started playing guitar, I was probably about 13. But yeah, Jimmy Page was my main idol. Yep. I mean, he was the main man, still is for me. You know, he's just, just the most amazing player. So he really influenced me. Um, just a massive fan of his. So we yeah, really got into him. And then just all the other sort of classic guitars from around that sort of time. And uh, Paul Kossoff as well. He's another big hero of mine. Um, Leslie West, all those kind of guys from, from that era, just re- real amazing players, that, 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 you know, good songwriters as well, and all those Paul players too. I listen to a lot of stuff, you know, just anything at all, if it's good, it's good, so I take influence for, from everywhere. Yeah. So um, so that's, that's, that's basically where I started anyway. Yeah, so did you teach yourself or you went to a teacher? I remember having a couple of lessons at school when I was a kid, just, just to get sort of started on it really, but then it's really just like doing the old school way of just playing along to records. That, that's it, just, just playing along, just, just learning all the licks and playing along to your favourite songs and just jamming with it. Obviously in those days, but you know, before the internet, yeah. you couldn't just download tabs or anything, you had to figure it out for yourself, so I think that's a good way of learning how to play. You get a bit more creative as well, you're not just copying a load of notes on there, it's just... Um, yeah, you're trying to figure out how, how they played the notes and the vibratos and stuff like that. So yeah. that's a much better way of learning, I think. Yeah, and I think you get a better feel for it as well. Like Rather than like saying just reading notes on a page, you actually, you're listening to yeah. the original. Yeah, you've got to play along, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, Play, playing along with those solos and getting the feel there. Yeah, it definitely improves your playing a lot. Yeah. Now, do you remember any of the first solos that you learnt? Or riffs? Riffs, I mean, I, I did, um, I guess it, it would have been a, 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 everything off, off the first Zeppelin albums. Because yep. um, they're pretty easy to play, a lot of those stuff. You know, those kind of standard blues riffs. Um, and they were good to jam along to as well. So, so it would have been all, all, all the Zeppelin stuff. Um, and a lot of, I guess, a lot of classics. T Rex was also a big, big influence. Mark Bowen's guitar playing. Again, very, very simple rock and roll yep. um, riffs that he used to play. But, but the production on his stuff made it sound really huge. Yeah, all, all that kind of stuff, really. Anything that was coming out, coming out in that sort of era. Yeah. And then pretty much with your, your bands, like a, I guess you did a few bands before Tank, Garage Bands, I guess they call it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, when you were a kid, you know, you, you did a few different bands. My first sort of um, sort of name band, a uh, band called uh, Stan Webb's Chicken Shack. Okay. Um, they're quite a big, big, big blues band from the 60s. Um, they're, they're still going now, but 60s and 70s, they're pretty big. They had uh, on keyboards, the original keyboard player was Christine McVie from Fleetwood Mac. Oh, really? Yeah, so then, and you've had... Um, uh, Bob Daisley from from you know, you know the bass player. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was Ozzy Rainbow. He, he he was the bass player in that. Paul Raymond from UFO. He was the keyboard player at one time as well. So a lot of these guys went through that band, and I, I joined them in the early eighties. Oh wow! Um, so I, I spent a little time in there, but they're still going. So it's quite a, an influential blues band. They've done like thirty albums or something. 
that, so is uh, so that that was my first sort of proper band, and I, I went straight from there in, into Tank in 1984. So I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. That you, uh, and like you said, coming down to Australia, which is excellent. It's uh, yeah. So we can't wait to get get over there. And really, uh, play play to the fans that we've never played to before. It's going to be going to be very exciting for us. Yeah, hopefully the fans. And you're also coming with uh, Girl School and Ravens. That's right. I mean, we've known those guys for, you know, for, for a long time. I mean, uh, Raven, we toured, first toured with them in 1985 in, in the States a long time ago. So, And, and we, we were with them, I think, in last year we played with them as well. So we're good, good friends with them. And, and Girl School, um, we used to have the same manager as Girl School. Yep. Um, and he, he managed Motorhead as well. So so we've, we've played with the girls many times. But it's going to be fun coming to the other side of the world with them all. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, now, so we've got the new album. So you re-recorded the eleven songs from the first four albums, the mm-hmm. re-ignition. Yep. Um, so did you have, did you change many of the parts to the new recording, or is it pretty much kept it the same? No, it's pretty much the same. There, you know, didn't really want to change it. I mean, we're not trying to change the songs really. We, we, it was just an idea. It's more like a little promo album. I mean, a bit of fun for us. I mean, we're not trying to take anything away from the original recordings. They'll always be there. Yep. Um, but we thought because we play a lot of these songs, they're still in the live set today. So. We thought we'd give them a you know, bit, bit of a bit of a, a makeover, um, a better production because of the way we play them now. It is a bit different. Parts are the same, but there's a lot more energy in it now. Yep. Different sound. So we thought we'd make them just sound a bit more up to date. So, but, but the actual parts on there, apart from a few solos, um, were pretty much as they were back in the day. So no, no point if it, you know, if it, if it works, then, you know, well, don't change it. Yeah, that's right. How about the actual guitar sounds? So did you have you changed yeah, much? Well, yeah, yeah. On, on these ones we had. Um, we actually used to the um, the Kemper profiler. Oh yeah, yeah. On, on these, we've used those before, and it, it actually work really well. You can get great sounds out of those. It's just really, really like a JCM eight hundred sound on there, but but it just fitted really, really, really well. So, yep. um, so we used that on the last studio album as well. It simplifies things a bit, but but it, the overall sound really, really works. Very punchy, not, not too over the top. Still, very basic production we use on all this stuff. Um, it's just our Les Pauls as well we record with. Um, we keep things very simple. We have very few overdubs and uh, just, just keep it in your face, really. And how about live? What do you uh, use live? Again, we're both Les Pauls there and, and we always try and, um, wherever we are, we try and use Marshall JCM 800. Sometimes yep. you can't get those, though. Um, so we have a Marshall's there and we always have a couple of pedals just in case. Um, and I've just started using now the little Friedman overdrive pedal. Okay. Which is a great, you know, so you can just really plug into anything and you're going to get a good sound with that. Yeah. Um, and mix using a full tone to just use a little, little bit of extra drive on there. But our pedal boards are really straightforward, a little bit of delay, that's it really. So yeah. it's a, a very basic. I think it's great. That's the way to go, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. it's always worked for us. I mean, yeah. don't want to overcomplicate things. We don't need loads of sounds. Keep it simple. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I've pretty much done the same. Like throughout my bands, yeah, it's pretty much it straight through the Marshall. It might like a bit of reverb and or uh, delay, sorry, and then, um, that's it. That, that's it. Yeah, I mean, some of that's the most powerful sound. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Let, your, job. let your fingers do the talking rather <laughs> than the effects. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That makes much more sense. Yeah. Um, I just want to ask you about your your time on the tour with Metallica for the Ride the Lightning tour. So how was that? Well, that's that's fantastic. I mean, it was obviously a long time ago, 1984. Yeah. Uh, but Metallica were really just starting to make it really big then, and they they invited us on the tour. So they were they were fans of Tank. They wanted us on the, on the tour, um, and we just finished the Honor and Blood album. So show you they said, okay, you guys, you come out doing a European tour. So I thought that's fantastic. Uh, get out on the road with them, and uh, like about six weeks in in Europe, 
Um, so that was great. I mean, hanging out with those guys. I mean, when we first saw them play, I thought, wow, this is amazing. I've never heard a sound like this before. Because they just got, got the deal with Mesa Boogie. Yep. Um, so they had these whole walls of Boogie amps. And just the, the sound was just unbelievable. It's that, you know, that classic Metallica, real chunky sound. Yeah. So that, that was great to see that. And that they were just doing really well then. They were cool, really cool guys to hang out with. So we did have a really good time with them. So that, that was quite a legendary tour for us. Very memorable. Good, good times. So do you have any, any other highlights from any tours that you've done with other, other bands? I mean, that, that's kind of obviously the biggest highlight there. We've talked with many bands before, but it's, you know, Motorhead we've done many times. That was always a special thing. Yep. But there's not actually many many bigger bands that we've supported. We usually do our own tours, yeah. obviously on the smaller level. So we haven't really, it's been a long time since we've done any really big tours. We've done a lot of festivals with bigger bands, but actual tours, yep. uh, it's, it's usually us on, on, out on our own, really. Now, I noticed you mentioned about Motorhead, because I know you, um, when you first had Tank, there was a, uh, you know, a bit of comparison there with you guys and Motorhead, being the oh, yeah. bass player and the singer. <laughs> now, when you went from the, so yourself being on guitar, the two the, the two of you playing guitar so how was that transition well then obviously we were um when we had algae when algae was in the band that was obviously always going to be compared to motorhead and it did have that similar feel yeah um, and similar sound that 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 was it but obviously when, when algae left was it 2002 um then me, me and nick thought you know we, we've got to keep this going but there's no point trying to recreate exactly the same lineup there's no no point in that you can't replace algae um so we, we thought okay let's go for get a separate bass player and bring in a, a new vocalist, a proper vocalist. Yep. Just so there's, there's no comparisons with the, the original sort of lineup. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we wanted to change, we wanted to kind of move it forward. It's a bit limited when you've got the bass player vocalist. You're always going to have that head comparison then. So we thought, let's let's really um, expand on this and let's bring in like the best vocalist we can. And you know, that's when we found, we've got Doogie White, you know, ex-Rainbow and Michael Schenker. We thought, let's bring in the best best musicians we can came in there and um and that's when we made the war machine album and that was you know that was tank basically moving forward mm. gives us much more scope to really experiment musically and vocally as well and and it's i think it's a better lineup and now um having this format is, is much better for us you know live and in the studio means we can just do a lot more now yeah um so it's, it's working for us definitely yeah that's right as long as it works it's, that's the main thing <laughs> So, do you have any other guitarists that you listen to now? That out now that you, you know, think are good? Yeah, I mean, I, I listen. You know, I've always been a, been a Zach Wild fan. I love blues playing. You know, Doyle Bramall. You know, he's, he does some really, really cool stuff. Steve Stevens, I love listening to. He's really cool. I, I, I don't care what it is, really. I mean, anything I hear, if I like it, I like it, and that's it, really. Yeah. There's so many good players around these days. Yeah. You know. It's all about the songs as well. It's not just the playing. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Got a good have songs. Yep. And how about the songwriting? Have you always been one of the main songwriters for Tank? It's, I think it's mainly Mick um, that, that does it. I mean, he's, that's Mick's style. He, he's got all the riffs there. So Mick sort of comes up most of it. Yep. Um, I'd always do a few there. And, and then um, whichever vocalists we're working with at the time. So but you know, we're, we're trying to make it more of a band effort now anyway. Yep. It's just, just difficult but when, you, when you're with different countries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Because um, you've got, yeah, I'm, I'm in England and then... Um, Bobby the drummer, he's in Germany, and the other three guys all live in Holland. Okay, so yeah. it's difficult to get together and jam, you know. Yeah, and so do you pretty much still play every day? Yeah, I mean, I've got, got my own little studio, so I'm always writing something, and you know, I've got loads of guitars just hanging around, so I just pick them up, and yeah, I always like to plug in just to make some noise. So it's um, yeah, I'd be lost without my guitars, really. So yeah, I've got to have them laying around. Got to yeah. have that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
Uh, so when it comes down to like you're saying you're coming down next week uh, to Australia, now is that the the first part of this tour, or are you going somewhere else before that? Uh, no, that's the start of it. So, so yeah, we we come down down as at Canberra, Brisbane, Sydney, and Melbourne, and then um, we I'm back in England after that, and then we head over to Japan. Okay. Um, after that, and then then on from there, there's another little break, and then South America. We do the whole Latin America tour. So, so it's quite a, quite a bit of stuff coming up there, and, and then we're we're looking at Europe now for the for the next sort of stage of it. So just try and keep busy, really. I mean, it's very difficult to keep a band on the road these days. Yeah, yeah so it's expensive as well. So we're really just trying to keep out there and, and just keep keep the band going and you know keep the name out there. And, and uh, we'll also start recording new music for the next album soon. You know, we're writing right now, so we'll have yeah. another album out you know, in early 2020 as well. So again, just try and keep the pressure on and, and keep it going. Oh, great! Now that'd be really good. So 2020, we'll look out for the new new Tank album. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Yes, yeah, so just one last thing. Just wanted to ask, so when you know a tour is coming up like this one, do you have to actually go back and pretty much go over the songs, or are they just glued into your head? No, we, we always go over them. I mean, it's, you know, you've got, you want to play them as best as you can. So even though we've played them a million times before, yeah, it's always best to just go over them and just 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 get warmed up on them. So make sure no problems or anything. But but um, yeah, we always change solos around a little bit just to spice things up. Obviously, basic structure of songs is always there. But yeah, it's always good to go over stuff. Just just get everything back in your head again. So they can plan as best as you can, really. So, yep. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, excellent. And so, what can we expect from Tank in a in Melbourne next week? Well, it's just going to get. I mean, it's only a short set; it's forty-five minutes. We're told we can do so. It's, but basically, we're just going to cram as much as we can into that. It's going to fall like really in your face set there. Songs from the um, uh, the first first four albums there. So we're going to be it's going to be a set of classics, really. Um, maybe one or two new, newer ones in there, but. Really, just to introducing the band to, to the Australian fans. So a set of yeah, the best offset is going to be uh, the best choice, I think. Yeah. Well, thank you very much again for this. Uh, well, I know it's only a short one, but um, yeah, it's good to hear hear from you and find out all about your guitar playing as well. That's good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, I enjoyed the interview. Yeah, I love talking about guitars. So it's cool. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> no, thank you very much. Yeah, Thanks. I'll, I'll see you next week. Yeah, hopefully I'll come and say good day if we get a, get a chance. Yeah, yeah. Please do. Yeah, look forward to that. We'll do. All right. Thanks, Cliff. Thanks. No worries. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.